0: Welcome to Freedom Matters Today. I am Michael J. Sutton and this is episode 101 in our series Freedom from Fear. Freedom Matters Today looks at freedom from a Christian perspective. Today, part one of signs of spiritual sickness. These days we are afflicted with all kinds of unseen enemies. We do not need to see something with the naked eye to realise they are dangerous to our lives, loved ones and the community. Sometimes it is impossible to detect them, and other times there are clear symptoms. Living in post-COVID hysteria, we now know of almost a dozen variants of the virus rampaging across the world, with the panoply of vaccines unable to staunch, protect, deflect or eliminate the presence, impacts and transmission of the virus. Then there are all the other typical seasonal ailments and diseases that afflict people, and many of them are unseen. They do exist. Scientists convince us that they do, and there are various remedies and treatments and therapeutics for them. These unseen enemies have been with us for thousands of years, but it is only in the last century or so that doctors and scientists have been able to accurately study them, fight them, and in many cases sadly replicate them in laboratories. Biological weapons have been used repeatedly since the First World War, 1914-1918, to and these involve the use of some of these unseen enemies as weapons of mass destruction. Paul writes in Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 12, "...for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places." We do not wrestle against people. We do, however, wrestle against principalities and powers, the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Before we focus on the unseen enemies, let us chart their effects or symptoms on the life of a Christian or a group of Christians. Let's look at the first two today. The first symptom of the effect of these unseen enemies is attraction towards error regarding God the embracing of things that are not true ephesians 6:14 that undermine our confidence in the identity and promises of God and his son Jesus Christ this is not primarily about whether we lie or not though deceit should not be part of the character of a christian but it is more about the truth concerning God For example, you can't believe that these days, someone might say, or science has disproved that, or Christianity is for stupid people, only intelligent people are atheists, for example. There are some instances where this questioning might take place. In the absence of truth, there is ambiguity and then error. Many Christians seem to think that we live in a world of greyish hues, not white or black, but everything else is very black or white, so why should Christians give up truth to appease their fundamentalist friends? The main attack on truth has to do with the person and work of Jesus Christ, and anything Jesus said that contradicts the current political conventional wisdom of the ruling class. So Jesus is the the target for the culture of the day, and people question the truth regarding God, who he is and how he might be known. The second effect or second symptom on the life of a Christian or group of Christians concerns the nature of goodness or purity in God's sight. It is here it gets complicated because the New Testament clearly wants people or God's people to be holy because I am holy, 1 Peter 1.16. And the desire for the return of Christ one day encourages Christians to pursue a life of purity, 1 John 3.3. But personal holiness is not the grounds for salvation and no one alive is good enough in terms of moral standing to stand before God alone as God is perfect. Personal holiness is a derivative. It is a consequence of something supernatural in the life of a person where the holiness of another is, in a very real sense, shared with another so that the righteousness or holiness of the first is the righteousness or holiness of the other. It is here where so many Christians come unstuck. The spirit is associated with righteousness and the law is associated with sin. It is not us obeying the law that makes us right with God. It is the work of Christ and his righteousness that becomes ours and the spirit of Christ is given to us with righteousness. For some bizarre reason, many Christians associate the spirit Uh, the law with righteousness uh, and that is not what the Bible does the spirit is associated with righteousness and the law is associated with sin for it was only through the law that brought the knowledge of sin and right and wrong and therefore we need a savior to rescue us from our inability to save ourselves. For some bizarre reason, most Christians do not like to talk to others about the righteousness of Christ they have received, which makes them right with God. Instead, many Christians focus entirely on their personal holiness and the failings of others to live up to their standards, which are not very high in the first place, because their salvation did not depend on anything they did or anything they could ever do in terms of their personal holiness. Our salvation comes due to the righteousness of another, and that is the righteousness of Christ. The symptom of illness in the Christian life is not an unholy life. It is not a life characterized by sin or stumbling or falling or making mistakes. James says clearly in his letter that we all stumble in many ways all the time. The problem is forgetting or even removing in our mind and in our hearts the covering of the Lord's righteousness over us and standing before God outside of the embrace of Christ. The symptom of illness in the Christian life is not an unholy life, but forgetting the righteousness of Christ. If you stand before God without Christ's righteousness, you will not be able to stand before the holiness of God. It is the truth about Jesus And it is the nature of righteousness that are the effects of the unseen enemies in the life of a Christian. These truths about Christ and the nature of righteousness are the two things that these unseen enemies attack and undermine. Remember, freedom matters today because you matter to God. Join me tomorrow for another episode of Freedom from Fear.